Electric City Elephants, where we sit back, relax, and talk about politics in the local Northeast Pennsylvania region. Welcome to the Electric City Podcast, Episode 1. We'll be talking with the commissioner about his responsibilities, pandemic struggles, and hope for the county. Alrighty. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Chase Yarns, and right now I'm sitting with Lackawanna County's Commissioner Chris Shermack. Nice Chase, to, thanks for having me today. Thanks for coming. And I just want to give a shout out to your podcast and congratulations on starting that. Thank you. So if you guys want to see what material he's putting on, I believe it's on Facebook. Facebook, it's on um, YouTube, it's on iTunes, it's on everything. And uh, it's called Street Level with Chris Shermack and it's just a, a conversation um, it's not about me. It's about the guest that's on my show, and um, it's it's awesome. We have a lot of fun, and it's 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 been going terrific. So nice. So, Chris, to someone who may not know exactly what a county commissioner does, what are some of your duties and responsibilities? Well, so the the best way for me to explain a county commissioner. Because different counties do different things. Um, but here in Lackawanna County, so think of it this way. Lackawanna County as a corporation. And in that corporation, we have about, with all things said and done, probably close to $170 million budget. We have approximately 1,100 employees. So if you think of it that way, the county commissioner, where there's three in Lackawanna County, we're like the CEO, so we're in we're in charge of everything underneath us. So from underneath the county commissioners, you have the prison system, court system. Um, you have the different departments, area on aging, uh, children and youth. Um, there's just it. The list goes on and on and on. So we oversee all their budgets. I don't tell them what to do. Like the coroner's office, he's an elected official but we control the budget. Mm -hmm. um, the Register of Wills, elected official, however, we control the budget. So that's how that kind of works. If that helps, uh, I think that kind of explains things um, a little simpler for people that don't get it. Because like Luzerne County has a council, and there's like, I, think, yep. I don't even know, I think there's 11 people on it. So we have three. Ours this year... Or this term, I'm the Republican, so I'm the minority commissioner, and the other two are Democrats, Jerry Notariani and Debbie Dominic, so they're the majority commission. But we all get along. Some years they don't. Um, but we get along, we work together, um, and uh, we try to do the right thing. Nice. Sounds good. So, as you know, it's been crazy this past year with the coronavirus and the Pennsylvania Department of Health reported yesterday that Lackawanna has had uh, a total of 12,746 confirmed cases of the coronavirus. So now, how has this pandemic affected our county? That The pandemic has affected every aspect of the county. I got in January 6th. We just get started, and was it May 13th, 15th, or whatever that day was? I don't want to remember, but that's about <laughs> when it was. We got shut down. So, you know, 
there's still, you still have to come to work. You know, the county shut down, but people still need um, children and youth. They still need the court system. They still, you know, nothing. What 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 the needs of the the residents don't that doesn't stop. So, um, it it affected us huge, um, hugely, and people want to pay their taxes. Then then you had the people that lost their jobs and can't pay their bills and can't. So, you know it it flipped us upside down, and here we are. There's no rule book. Mm. There's no guide. There's no instructions for a, pa- a worldwide pandemic. So, but we all banded together, all the department heads, our economic development department, and we started looking at how. First of all, we had to s- s- uh, secure the building and make sure our the um, employees are safe. Yeah, because we didn't know, and nobody knew much about the pandemic, so we didn't know how how lethal this was going to be, and we, we didn't know anything. Nobody did. So we, you know, secured the building. We started buying, you know, all the protective equipment, and we, then, our EMA department and the and the nine one one center. We started dealing with getting the fire departments and and police and all the first responders all the PPE they needed, and we had stockpiles. So we had to start going through that and dispersing all of the PPE, um, and then the things you don't think about, nine one one. Well, all of a sudden, what if nine one one gets all get sick? Hmm. You can't you can't shut it down. So one of the things that I did is they they ran a training session for the EMA people, the emergency management people, um, all the directors and, and department heads that they need to get trained on how to do dispatch and answer the phone. Well, you don't answer a phone, but you know what I mean. When the nine one one call comes in, it's all computer and it's it's very very complicated. So I went up and took a a crash course in one day that usually takes about eight weeks. And I knew just enough to get myself in trouble. But if something happened where all the dispatchers got ill and had to go home, you know, we could maybe operate 911, not necessarily efficiently, but we could get through it. So, you know, it turned that world upside down. Now, fortunately, we kept the building clean and safe and, and they follow guidelines and, and we were okay. But, you know, that was unknown stuff. So it, it just, anything you can think of, it disrupted. Hmm. Um, we're starting to get back to normal, but we're still rotating staff. You know, we have some people, but then in the middle of the pandemic, we had a, an election. So we had to deal with all new election uh, processes. We had new mail-in voting yeah. that we didn't really have before, and it, it was crazy. It was all crazy, but we we got through it, and, and I think the county people stepped up and did a good job. Now, I was on the uh, Lackawanna County's website, and it looks like uh, you commissioners approved of $4.7 million through the CARES Act to help local businesses mm-hmm. like over 200 businesses could you tell me a little yeah i can tell you um so we had cares act money and i think the county received from the state 18.9 almost 19 million dollars mm-hmm. and it was designed for s- specific use um some of it was to get out to the boroughs and municipalities help them whatever their needs were um it was for um small business 
it was, I mean, anything that had to do with the pandemic, we, you know, you had certain uses. So with the small businesses, um, they were struggling, restaurants, you know, bars, restaurants, gymnasiums, everything. Everything was that was shut down, um, were, they were affected. So we ended up, I think the total was the four point something is off. It's actually, we did like six, $6.9 million of grants out to small businesses. So we stepped right up and really did everything that we could really do um, for them. And then just before Christmas, I received a phone call. It was probably, it was on a Sunday or a Saturday. I don't know. Um, I have a good friend that's a business person here in the city. And he said, he said, we need help. He said, you got to figure something out with these restaurants. They're dying. They're, they, they can't open. It's Chris, it's going to be Christmas. He said, we got to help them. I said, well, okay. I don't know what we can do, but what, what do you need? And he said, we need $2 million. I said, well, okay, well, I don't have that upstairs. So I said, but let me see what I can do. So I got on the phone between Saturday and Sunday and talked to our economic development person. And um, she said, her name is Brenda Sacco, and she's excellent. She said, I think I know what we can do. I said, okay, well, I'll talk to you Monday morning. She called me Monday morning and said, I have a million dollars. Now, I thought maybe she'd have like, you know, I don't know, 100000 So we had a million dollars. And she said, I know what I want to do. I want to take 100 businesses, and I want to give them each $10,000. I said, okay. So I called my friend. I said, I got you a million dollars. Well, he was flabbergasted. And he said, well, I only said two just to say a number. I didn't think you'd even get anywhere close to that. So what we did was in a matter of a couple days, the Wednesday before Christmas, so Christmas Eve was Thursday, I personally was out front and we handed $110,000 checks out. And and there were restaurant owners and, and business owners that came in that had tears in their eyes because it was like it was like a Christmas miracle. So they that was a that just made me feel really great that we were able to do that. It helped them and it it, it saved a lot of them. So you know, we worked hard, and we're still working hard to try to help these guys. And there's more money coming, hopefully, soon that we can get out to them as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that because as we've seen in the nation, it seems like there's a lot of division, but on the local level, definitely, you know, we have to get together and support mm-hmm. uh, the county. So, Well, the division in the world, in the country, is terrible. Um you can't get anything done that way. Mm. And fortunately we we're okay here. We get, you know, we work, no, we have disagreements, but we work, we're working Mm. together and you can't be, it's not a Democrat or Republican issue. Mm. It's, it's, it's everybody's problem. So we're okay. So that goes into my next question. And I know you said earlier that you are in the minority. So how does that affect the role you play in, decision making well sometimes it's a problem and the problem is in our county the system is that if you want to pass something or you want to get something done or you want to hire somebody or you want to do whatever you need to do it takes two signatures and the problem sometimes politics get involved 
And when, say, I, as a Republican, I want something done and I want to try to get something through, if I don't have the support, it dies. So that's where it gets frustrating being a minority. Um, fortunately, like I said before, we, we get along and um, it's not too big of an issue, but it can be. You know, if they have something that they they want to do um, on the we'll call it the Democrat side that I'm not in agreement with, they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. They don't need me. So, you know, it's a fine line. And in and, and other terms and other um, administrations, it's been a problem where they don't get along and they don't work together and it becomes a huge issue and it's a fight. And that's what got me into this because it was an embarrassment to me. So hmm. Now... What role can you play as county commissioner in enticing college students to stay in the Northeast Pennsylvania region for jobs? Because as we know, a lot of times they'll go away to seek employment. Yep. So I hear that a lot. Um, Oh, we have to move. There's nothing here. There's no good jobs here. Um, There's nothing to do here. Um, we got to get out of the area. Well, that's the farthest thing from the truth. And Mm -hmm. I did a podcast on my very first podcast was with the president of the Chamber of Commerce, Bob Durkin, and we covered all that stuff. There are so many good jobs. There's a lot of good paying jobs here, and it's increasing. And Scranton, Scranton, the city of Scranton, I think it's at its lowest point, and it's, well, it's, it was at its lowest point, and I think we are going to propel ourselves in a good direction in the future. We have new these luxury t- apartments being built, these old buildings being renovated in Jessup and uh, the projects that the chamber has going on with the warehousing and Chewy, the, the uh, pet supply company and other businesses going up there. Um, the new can pack facility that just is in process of being um, built. It's a, it, it's a huge worldwide company and it's going to have great, paying jobs so there's lots of jobs but then again you start talking about things to do restaurants we have some of the best restaurants around here um we have nature where if you live in new york city you don't have that but we have nice stores nice restaurants we have hiking trails we have uh skiing in the winter time montage elk mountain um there's a lot of things to do the state parks Mm -hmm. are great um, and then again, you're not far from anywhere. If you mm. want to do things, you want to go to New York City, we're two hours away. Yep. You want to go to Philly, you're two hours yep. away. So it's a good place. And I think that stigma that there's no good jobs and there's nothing to do, I think that's fading mm. rapidly. Yeah. Now, it's funny you say that restaurants are good. I know people who have moved and then they miss the pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, you can mail order Andy's pizza from Peckville if you yeah. want, but it's not the same. We have it's a great place to live. I I you know when I became a commissioner because I was frustrated with what I saw and when things were going on, I had I had options. Um, I could ignore it, and just deal with it, or I could move away, um, or I could do something about it. So I decided I wanted to run and do something. So I did. Um, 
and now I'm in the process of running for state senate. So, you know, there's a lot you can do if you want to get into politics, which I never thought I would do. You can do that. A um, lot of options. A lot of options. Yeah, so I was looking at the Scranton Times this morning, and like you said, uh, it mentioned that you're seeking the party's nomination for the vacancy that was formerly held by Senator John Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so could you tell me a little bit more about yeah. how that's going to work? So how that is, and I'll start by saying John Blake, Senator John Blake, is a good friend, and mm. he's he's been a he's been a tremendous help for me, and and I I, I get along great with him. Um, what happened was, I mean, basically, he decided he 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 was resigning for whatever the reasons. I I'm not really a hundred percent sure, but so he's resigning. It's going to be a special election this May. So what happens in that case? The state parties, the Democrat and the Republicans, will pick their candidate. Now, if there's some you know, on each side, there might be multiple candidates that they have to endorse. They have to endorse one. Mm. So um, right now, I'm not sure if anybody's running it. There was one person that was going to r- try to get the nomination, but he's back down. He wants to support me. So um, on the other side, there was a couple, uh, Kyle Mullins and Marty Flynn. They, they all picked Marty Flynn, so he's going to be their uh, candidate. And then tomorrow night, I find out if uh, I'm going to be the nominee candidate, which I don't think anybody's running against me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I get the nomination, um, you know, before that happened, I was reached, uh, they reached out to me from the state party, and they they really feel that I have an opportunity, and um, they think I, I can do this. So with the support of the uh, the entire Republican Senate committee and, and and the people that I know, um, we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot this May and see if I can become the next state center in a special election. So that's pretty pretty exciting, and it's gonna be a crazy f- bunch of weeks coming up here, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck with thank you that race, and thank you so much for you know what you've been doing for Lackawanna County, and I thank you again for sitting down with me and talking. You're welcome, and I appreciate the opportunity, so good luck. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you all for stopping in and listening to your Electric City Elephants.